0: Hello, and thank you for joining us for How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where we fill in the gaps in each other's cinematic knowledge by asking important questions like, wait, have you still never seen Paddington? Or?
1: Whoa, 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 you've never seen Spring Breakers? Or?
0: How have you not seen Legally Blonde? Everyone, and thank you again for joining us for this week's episode. I'm your co-host, Caroline Thompson.
1: And I am Carson
0: Betts. And this is How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where each week we pick one of our favorite movies that the other hasn't seen.
1: We talk about it.
0: Then we go and watch the movie. And we talk about it some more. It's going to be a really good time.
1: It's going to be a great time.
0: So... Knowing the, knowing the people who uh, currently work on this podcast, I am yeah. just going to hop into it because I, I think a lot of us are going to have a lot of things to say about this movie. So I am just going to hop into it and just say, Carson, how the hell have you not seen Legally Blonde?
1: Uh, no, I, um... This is—we've talked about this before on this show. I've—I've I've discussed this. I mean, we've—we've we've discussed this like at length in in our real life lives interactions. I, I think certainly it has come up on the show before. But I—I am—I am—I'm I'm, I'm a theater kid. We are all theater kids. It is the greatest shame that we all share. <laughs> I am—I am so much a theater kid. I have a master's of fine arts in acting, in theatrical acting. I am a trained theatrical actor, and my musical knowledge, my, like, general musical knowledge is uh, pitiful, is, like, real, real bad, um, so I have, there have been years of my life in which people are like, we
0: never saw Chicago, You never saw
1: Never saw Legally Blonde. Like I, I just I I've been like annoying people because I just listened to Hades Town like two weeks ago. And and you know what? Everyone was right. It's great. It's my favorite thing. It's all it's the old, the Hades Town soundtrack is the only thing I can think of right now. It's literally the only thing I can think of. It's so ingrained in my brain, but I'm also like a year and a half late to it. Right. So that being said. I've missed a lot. I'm behind. I'm sure that when I was like, I don't know. This may or may not be true because, like, I fucking loved you know, uh, like, sounding music when I was a kid. So I, I don't know. Maybe when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's girl stuff, uh, you know. But I, I don't know. There's no specific reason.
0: Nothing okay, against no. this
1: movie. I think I'm gonna that's... like it.
0: I I think you probably are just because it's a a pretty kick ass movie. But I. I do have to ask Carson. Hmm. Um, you, do you know that the movie is not a musical? What? Did you know that the movie is not a musical?
1: The not a musical?
0: <laughs> no. Wait,
1: <laughs> <mean, laughs> so the musical, wait, 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 so the musical is just like, it's,
2: it's no, like it's Hatter's an adaptation.
0: Fucking, oh, Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Oh, damn it.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. I have to jump in here. This is the best thing I've ever heard. This is, I mean, this is spectacular. Of the movie adaptations, it is probably the closest, like, one to one. Like, you can really put the songs into the movie and not much would change. But it is fantastic that you thought the movie was a musical.
0: And of course, folks who are listening right now, that is our producer, Corey, who also has a master's of fine arts in the theater. Yeah, I'm the only one supportive. who doesn't. It's <laughs> going to happen. On this film podcast. Yeah, it'll yeah, fucking I, happen.
1: Well, this is the, I, <laughs> but, I should say, this is the—this relates directly to the, uh, you can, us having a film podcast and, and being um, like academically trained theater practitioners, I think dur- like directly relates to the multiple conversations I had with my thesis advisor when she would tell me, uh, so this is like barely a theater paper. This is really more of like a media studies and communications paper. And I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. Like, yeah. Oh
0: God. Honestly, I, honestly, I don't know. Like I, as you were going, as you were going, I like, so for both Carson and our listeners, I did not know. I had no idea that you thought a move, the movie was a musical until right now.
1: Yeah, I I guess yeah. it never came up, did
0: it? I no, I, it it really didn't. And um, like you were going on, and in my brain, I was like literally like, oh my god, like do I say something? Like like do I ask right now oh. on mic and catch his reaction of him figuring it out, or do we wait until later? And have you come back just utterly bewildered but (laughs) so i mean i guess i i guess this leads us very well into the next segment of the show which is when i ask carson carson what do you know or what do you think you know about legally blonde
1: everything's a lie now um (laughs) i i okay i too I do think I know a lot about this because I do... I think I've definitely... Because of the musical, I think that I've absorbed a lot of this through cultural osmosis in the the halls of of various theater departments. Um, So it's about a young woman. Her name is Elle Woods. She is blonde and she likes the color pink. She's like a girl-girl. And she's dating a boy and everybody's like, thinks she's a dumb airhead because she's like a girl-girl and she's blonde. And then the boy... Like, like break up, or like, it's something romantically. Like, she can't date this boy because he's like, you don't know nothing. You're just, your head's full of cotton. You're a dumb airhead. And then she goes to law school basically to like (laughs) whoop his ass into place and (laughs) and prove him wrong. And then the, the movie's about her in law school and then like opening up a legal practice
0: yeah um yeah that's that's almost exactly it Um, hell yeah yeah um that's that's pretty much exactly the plot of the movie um Obviously, a lot of nuances that aren't there. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that is the plot of the movie. Also, um, it does not have any moments in the film when the characters diegetically break out into song and dance. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, well that, that's a, hey, hey, well, now you're just, hey, now you're, yeah,
1: Caroline, we're just fucking bringing up a larger question in theater studies, which is in musicals, are the songs diegetic? So uh, uh, maybe we don't even want to step into that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Fair like enough. Carson feels like a dummy.
0: You know what? Um, I am going to weigh in very quickly on on that philosophical question and answer. Right. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. It is a nonsense question. But anyway, um, <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Producer Corey, you have to have something to say about all of this.
2: Yeah. Throw it over to you, real quick. I um, I am <laughs> yeah. just purely in shock and awe. Um, I I think I heard Carson say at the tail end they open up a legal practice. I just want to make I sure. I did say that. Does that not happen? Correct. <laughs> uh, no. I just want to make sure that I I have everything. To, I'm taking I'm yeah. taking thorough notes. Um, no, Carson. <laughs> it's. I I just you've brought me more joy that I have felt the year and a half, and I i could not say thank you, you enough oh
1: my big jump
2: i i'm so stoked about this movie this is full disclosure uh this is the episode i'm most excited for all season uh legally blonde is a perfect film and uh yeah i'm i'm very i'm very excited to to oh, hear what Carson thinks
1: i'm excited too
0: Awesome. Well, I- I- in that case, Carson, is there is there anything else you know about Legally Blonde, or anything we can uh, we can cover before we move into our little game? Oh
1: my god! Oh my god! You guys, let's do the games. Let's M- do the games.
0: Mti sponsor us. <laughs> Mti. Sponsor us? <laughs>
1: yeah, let's do the fucking. Game.
2: That is
0: a joke for three people. <laughs>
2: They are all on this zoom call
0: <laughs> they are on the zoom call oh boy okay. alright all right, well um, <laughs> if there's nothing else for us to cover um, we are going to move into our little game um, and this week we are playing a little game that I love to play which I think is great for a film like this because for so many reasons um, one this film really is Elle Woods is our protagonist. That is there's no question about that. But who the second lead of this movie is is a big question. It's like you have Elle Woods and then you have like a whole ass supporting cast around her. Um not only that, but because the film um, focuses on kids who are about in grad school age, they're all uh, in law school. It is a lot of young folks. Um mm. the cast of this film is is deceptively really stacked um so with that said we are going to play a game of recast it oh yeah in which um typically we would pick the five top build actors but this movie has such an impressive cast i'm bending those rules a little bit um but we are going to pick five of the main actors in the film and carson not having seen the film although now i can tell you you do not have to take singing voice into the equation when you're choosing your actors but but russell (laughs) Crowan, cool good
1: but you can
0: You, you, you can um so carson is going to having not seen the film uh recast it based on um just what he thinks would make a good fit. And then when we come back from the break, we'll kind of dissect some of his picks and see if they work nice. out. So, um, number one, the first person is, of course, Reese Witherspoon as Elle Woods.
1: Okay. So I got this one immediately because I thought of it as soon as I was like, oh, this is the game we're playing. Uh, so, 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 I mean,
0: Anna Ferris, like Anna Ferris, right? Like Anna Ferris. Yeah. I mean, that's. I'm, look, that's not bad that's going
1: bad. pure off the, the house bunny like i'm this is this is me diving off of the house bunny but yeah on affairs definitely right there she's definitely. in the pocket yeah. she was right there waiting to be to be picked i think
0: no honestly yeah it it would not surprise me if you know because there's all of those stories in hollywood of like oh my god they asked all of these actors beforehand or they were talking to all of these mm-hmm. actors and only one gets the role it wouldn't surprise me if Anna Ferris was on some kind of list whether it was someone who passed someone they were considering or someone who was like oh god a freeze doesn't take it I guess we can talk to Ferris, but he's yeah, wasting
1: time dating Chris
0: Pratt yeah gross um <laughs> Anna Ferris, you are better than that um yeah Next is, um, let me see here. Next is Vivian, originally played by Selma Blair.
1: Selma Blair, what was Selma Blair in? Do I not know Selma uh, Blair?
0: Probably, Selma I mean, Blair. I guess not. She's she's in a lot of stuff. I mean, this is like the big thing I know her from. Um, oh,
1: she's in she was Cool in, Intentions. Yes,
0: with Helpful. Reese Witherspoon and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, okay, okay,
1: okay. I know nothing about this character. I'm going almost totally off of, like, just a feeling I got when I looked at the image of this woman. And also, I think that, I mean, we don't, and we don't strictly keep to this, but I think at this point in her career, the actress, I'm about to say, would be roughly
0: the right age for this.
1: Um, I'm going to go with Anna Paquin, Oh, I mean, look, Anna Paquin can do anything, frankly, I think. She's great. Oh my
0: great. god, yeah.
1: But, like, put her in there, because she can be, because look, I've seen her, I mean, look, I've seen fucking Squid and Whale, I've seen Margaret, I've seen uh, the first three X-Men movies. She, she plays, <laughs> you know, like, young, like, high school and early college-aged women well with a lot of um, sort of nuance and complexity. And so, yeah, Anna Paquin.
0: No, yeah, that's that's not a bad choice. Um, it is one of those things where, I mean, again, Anna Paquin can do uh, a lot of different stuff. So I could see her pulling it off. It is not a role I've ever seen Anna Paquin uh, attempt, this kind of like mm. archetype, but um, that would not be bad. Next is Paulette, originally played by Jennifer Coolidge. I don't
1: know I don't know, Jennifer. There. I'm short that. my ass on this game, y'all. Jennifer Coolidge. Who is Jennifer Coolidge? Jennifer Coolidge is a person that I uh, uh, don't know. She was in. She was Stifler's mom. Oh, my. Okay. All right. So I have an angle on this. I have an angle on this. Okay. So if this woman <laughs> was Stifler's mom in American Pie, that means that she is the original milk, Right?
0: E- sure. If this is it sure. this is This is my
1: thesis. This is my thesis is that if that is the case, then we need to go with another uh, attractive older actress. Uh and you know what? I was thinking about her earlier today. Well, Susan Sarandon.
0: Boom. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you Susan Sarandon. I'll yeah. give you Susan Sarandon. Um, she's versatile she's versatile yeah. she could pull it off oh, yeah. um, kind of a different take but she could pull it off definitely um, next is Professor Callahan originally played by one of my favorites Victor Garber oh okay
1: okay okay no I do know him
0: the original Jesus in Godspell on Broadway
1: Yes. Yeah, so yeah 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 because he's a, he's a Broadway guy Let's okay. Yeah. I'm looking at him.
0: Musicals.
1: Right. Yeah. He was Anthony Hope in Sweeney Todd. He was in a assass- Yeah. So he's a, he's a Broadway guy. Okay. Um, who uh, well, Hmm. Lord. Um, you know what? Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. You know what? You know what? Let's do another, uh, Broadway movie crossover guy. Let's go with uh, Nathan Lane.
0: Oh, <laughs> put Nathan Lane in there, see what that does. <laughs> that, um, that just wickedly changes um, the role in a way that um, I think almost, almost ruins it. But we can talk oh. about that later. We can talk about that later. You um, know what? That's what I thought was gonna
1: happen when he was in Angels in America. And you know, guess what? I was wrong. So who knows?
0: That's fair. He, he was Roy Cohn, right? Mm-hmm. That is insane. Oh, yeah.
1: I watched that. Is boot, like, that whole thing on YouTube. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. It, it weird casting, but it kind of worked.
0: Yeah, I could I could see it. Um, And lastly is Professor Stromwell, originally played by Holland Taylor.
1: You're giving me all people I don't know on
0: this one? Oh, my God. Who's Holland Taylor? You know Taylor? all these people, though. You know all these people.
1: Oh, I know her. She's, yeah, she's um married to Sarah Paulson, isn't she? She sure yes, is. Yes, she is. That is what her, yeah, and that's what her Wikipedia says. Okay. Oh, oh,
0: uh, fucking, you know who I'm really, Gene uh, Smart. Say that again?
1: Gene Smart. Oh, okay. Similar yeah. age, just, you see Hacks yet, by
0: the way? No, I've not.
1: It's it's excellent. You love it. Hey, a message for everyone out there: if you have HBO Max, uh, go watch Hacks.
0: It's great. Excellent. Well, um, certainly providing us with some interesting choices for um, for an alternate cast. And I just want to highlight um, a few of the actors that I left off. Um, is Luke Wilson Oh, um, wow. Emmett? Um, he is one of the the higher build people, but I just think he's less interesting no offense to luke wilson it's just you have Holly taylor and victor garber down there you want to i wanted to fan out some of that we also have ali larder as brooke Wyndham and mm. linda cartellini in <clears throat> from what i can tell her first theatrical film role she has a few made for tv movies and she is let me see here freaks and geeks yes of course freaks and geeks oh yeah and, um she was in a film before this Um, In a, I believe, unnamed role in the film Dead Man on Campus, which was like kind of like a gross out teen college comedy that um, has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, had a $14 million budget, and grossed $15 million. So, like, if they bought a bus ad for that movie, they lost money. (laughs) Like, um, I'm glad... I'm glad most... that you. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm glad
1: that you didn't bring up Luke Wilson because I would have just yeah I would have went with Owen because you know that's just a direct <laughs> upgrade I think and then Linda Cardellini also because uh, uh, she's irreplaceable and I would never never do that.
0: Yeah, really. No, I mean 110. Um, and yeah, that's the thing is like I mean for all intents and purposes this is her first film role. Um, mm. so yeah, um, Corey. Just any any quick thoughts on Carson's cast list? We can uh, we can dissect this a little bit more as we come back. But like any initial knee jerk reactions to that,
2: I mean Nathan Lane is just a standout for for Professor Callahan. <laughs> uh, when I when I heard you say Victor Garber, I was mad that we told him it was a, it wasn't a musical because I think that would have really made some fun uh, some fun influences along the way. But uh, Anna Far- a Ferris, love it, could not agree more. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, and Gene Smart. Gene Smart also great. Uh Gene Smart rules. Yeah. She's the queen of HBO now. Do you know that? She's the queen of HBO. I too they 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 her. I too have not watched hacks, but I, I'm very it's excited. Very good. You should both watch it. It's it's excellent.
0: Well, maybe maybe while we take a break, I'll try to squeeze in a viewing of that. But in the meantime, we are going to take a little break and when we come back we will have all watched some of us for the first time some of us <laughs> for the 900th time <laughs> we will have watched legally blonde
1: hell
2: yeah let's go all
0: right we will see you folks after the break We are back. We're back. Uh, so Carson. Yes. You just watched *Legally Blonde* for the first yes, time. Yes, I did. The, the, yes, the, I did. The film that is notoriously not a musical.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And what did you think?
1: Um, you know what? Uh, a, a thematically appropriate answer here, I think. To put it briefly, I, I my expectation is that I would like the musical more. Really. Yeah. That's my
0: guess. Like well, okay, well let's let's put that in perspective. So like what did you to so, like how do you feel about this film?
1: I think it's fine. Uh 6 out of 10. I look, okay, here. Let me let me give you let me what? just let's get this. <laughs> okay. Let's get this. wow okay. I knew no, this is literally I finished watching this last night. And I turned to my roommate and I was like this is going to be a bloodbath tomorrow. <laughs> I am so scared. <laughs> um let me just, this is a, this is a bad take that I'm going to get absolutely wrecked for. It's, it's a hot one. And I feel bad for even saying it because I know this film is beloved. And frankly, I get why it's beloved. Like I, I, I get it from the outside. It, it's, I'm not saying this, this thing is poorly made. It is clearly a work with a lot of artistic merit. All the actors are really tuned into what's going on here. The direction is, pretty good except for like there's this one dutch angle that really confused me in the middle of it but like it's all pretty well tuned and i get why people like it and it's really quite well written as well my fundamental issue with this film is that i don't like the main character and i think that a lot of the movie is built around you needing to be in love with el woods and i'm just not
0: wow yeah okay
1: yeah,
2: yeah. No i quit find, your, find yourself I a new you producer <laughs> I, i'm sorry
0: well I'm so okay sorry. Well, um let's get into let's put a, a a a pin in that and let's yeah revisit our game really quickly but now like yes now, I kind of like I, I do want to get back to the game, but I kind of want to breeze through that because I, I just need to hear more. Um, so we played a game, it's not of that complex. yes, we played a game of recast it. And, um, mm-hmm. Corey, could you remind us of who Carson picked?
2: Absolutely, for the listeners yeah. at home, absolutely. For Elle Woods, Carson picked Anna Ferris, for Vivian, uh, he picked Anna Paquin. Is that how you say her name? Yes. yes. Uh, for Paulette, he picked Susan Sarandon. My personal favorite, recast it. Uh, for Professor Callahan, he picked Nathan Lane. Insane.
0: <laughs> and Insane. for
2: Professor Stromwell, he picked Gene Smart. Which works, okay. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that one's probably, I think that one, okay. If you were to if you were to try and to make this movie, if you were to try to make the Legally Blonde that exists, I think that currently exists, I think that Gene Smart is the one you can slide in there with your casting choices, and it changes mm-hmm. it the least, and it kind of breaks yeah. the movie the least. Um, I think uh, Nathan Lane, <laughs> Nathan Lane in it... No Universe works as Callahan, no. but that's funny. Um, I actually think that this is actually a good jumping off point. Um, I don't think Anna Paquin really works as Vivian. No. Oh, I think, I think maybe, she, she could probably could. do it. She could probably she could. do it, but I think it changes the role. But sure. anyway, um, uh, and Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon could not do this Paulette, but she could do a version of Paulette. That would be okay. She could uh, do a Paulette. But the thing that I want to say is, <laughs> I wonder. So I personally think Anna, not that Anna Ferris couldn't do Elwood's, Woods, but I think an Anna Ferris take it, on Elle Woods is a very different thing. And I almost wonder if you have Anna Ferris's version of Elle Woods, if you almost like, if that's not almost the movie you want this to be, Carson. I,
1: you know, honestly, I think he kind of, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was midway through, again, because I watched, I'll probably reference it. I watched both this and next week's movie because, uh, you know, we do these out of order. Um, put, put a tally on the counter how we say my, we do these out of order. Um,
2: <laughs> take with, a shot with every my time we say.
1: <laughs> take a shot every time we say we record
2: these wildly out of order. I need um, to legally but... say that uh, people should not take a shot when they do that because <laughs> like, we will be legally... sued for wrongful. Yes. Uh, yes take
1: a shot of water every time. Keep yourself hydrated uh, because hydration is important. Uh, But the thing that I midway through, because like we paused it because one of us had to go to the bathroom or whatever. And the thing I said was like, was one, I was like, I think I'd like this better as a musical for a number. And one, like I, I see why this is a movie that can be so logically adapted into a musical. And then two, I think I'd like it better as a musical because like, this thing has the pace of a musical. Like it is it is breathless, breathless, breathless until it hits a, a point of, you know, like emotional, this is a, emotional bigness, let's call it that, which I was like, okay, and here is where the song goes. And here is where the song goes. And then we have patter, 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 patter as she studies for the LSATs. And then here is where the song goes. Like, and the characters are not absurd, but they are they are big enough that they could be very easily adapted into, what the musical version of these characters have to be and I think personally I kept wanting this movie to be either I just kept wanting it to be a little bit more ridiculous like I wanted it to be a little bit more blown out of proportion because then I think I could have gotten on its wavelength a little more and my expectation is just because of what is necessarily necessary to do to a story to adapt it into a musical for the most part, I think that that is probably the product that would be delivered to me. But to your point, I think that like, I don't know, or maybe even the kind of less artistically merited, but also just raunchier and more outrightly ridiculous house bunny version of this might be more my taste. Um but yeah, I think I think I think you're right about that, Caroline. I think you're right about that.
0: Right. Cause in the when we first when we first like started talking about the game and you mentioned Anna Ferris, I was kind of mm-hmm. like, oh no, that would like no way. Like that's a bad yeah. yeah, you know. And and I think the I think the distinction there is, I mean, Anna Ferris is very good um, at her job. Yeah. Um, frequently Anna Ferris's roles are kind of the butt of the joke like Hannah mm-hmm. Ferris plays a lot of roles like in The House Bunny and the scary movies where it's like it's like she's you know the she is the dumb blonde um I mean mm-hmm. in scary movies she has dark hair but like that's the role she plays and the frequently the joke is that like these things are going on around her and she's too stupid to under to like yeah. to know what's happening and she's like and she's like naive and you know frequently the butt of the joke whereas in this movie it's less that it is the less that el woods is unintelligent and doesn't know what's going on and it's more that she's just she's just a fish out of water and it's mm-hmm. like this is just this just isn't her world and she's very competent and she's very like put together and she knows what she's doing and she's like a pretty fully like as far as this movie can go she's a pretty like fully realized like human being and she's not <laughs> she's not you know she's not otherworldly stupid she, she just like has not been a part of this world before and so i think that's like i think the anna Faris version is more of a you know is more of a um Look at this idiot fumble through, like, look at her foibles as she fumbles through this movie until she finally figures it out. But I don't know. I feel like that almost, like, breaks the movie because that's so much of, like, what. So much of what makes this movie good. And I think one of the reasons why it has a lot more of a following 20 years after it came out is while kind of being like a prototypical like yes queen girl power girl boss movie it isn't a movie in where the um the pretty blonde girly girl has to like has to overcome that you know that's not a character flaw that's actually what like obviously leads her like to save the day and i think that's why this movie is more beloved than a lot of movies from this era So I yeah yeah no I get it and Witherspoon no
1: exactly and you're you're 100% right cuz like Ferris would play the joke of like you said her fumbling through it but Witherspoon plays the character with a tremendous amount of dignity and respect like she never plays stupidity she plays misunderstanding right. and I I I get it like I understand like I do get why people like that and why it is effective and it is the correct choice for this movie um, and were you to slot in a diff- any different actress with any different take in the character, the movie just doesn't work. It's just, it, it's not what the movie's trying to say. Um, and this is like, also, look, this is the, the, I absolutely 100% think that this is very much just the fact that I'm like straight dude. Like, I, I think 100%. I disagree 100%.
2: I disagree. Well, I, I am also a heterosexual my, my man, and I think this movie is yes. fucking perfect.
1: My particular, let's say it this way: my particular fight, straight dude ness. No, my particular straight dude ness, and I felt like a shithead. Like every time I was annoyed by, it, like, because I, I, I can from the outside understand like why this works as a as a somewhat feminist text. Like, I get it. And I felt like a shithead every time Ella Woods would do something, I'd be annoyed by it because I know that the point of the movie is that like dumb men like me don't take her seriously. Like I get it. I, I and I was, you know, it was it was pissing me off how much I didn't like her, you know? But also I can't, I can't change the
0: way that I feel.
1: <laughs> um yeah yeah so this this movie confounded me i if you had told me the most confounding movie of the season for me would be legally blonde i would not have believed you
0: (laughs) yeah honestly honestly if 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 there was going to be a movie if you would have told me that the movie we uh the movie we disagree the furthest on is legally blonde Mm -hmm. i never i never would have guessed that like, like, we yeah. did Spring Breakers three weeks ago, and that's just like yes. a, 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 a dense, like, purposefully confounding movie. Yes. And like, if, if so far, this is what episode five, four, whatever it is, but like, if, if this far in, like, relatively early into the season, you were to tell me that the most, uh, <laughs> the movie, our, our, our opinions would be most at conflict, uh, with each other would be legally blonde. I don't think I would have believed you.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Can I, can I balance the scales a bit? Can I talk about some things in this movie that I love?
0: Yes, please. Of course. Okay.
1: Okay. Principally, number one, top tier, number one. And I now, I feel bad for even recasting her at all. Like it, it is now profane to me that I wouldn't even, even consider to do that. But Jennifer Coolidge is so fucking good in this movie Yeah. is so good is like pitching a level of comedic acting that i so rarely see that is so both so highly specific but playing such a broad joke in, incredible simply incredible love paulette love that character best character in the movie and end of her first scene i turned to my roommate and was like all right why is the movie not about her i just want the movie to be about her <laughs> like i <laughs> i want every minute of this movie to just be about paulette and her life and her and her dreams and her getting together with the ups guy was amazing and it made me so happy um her breaking his nose was the biggest was like the biggest laugh out loud moment for me in the movie she's great she's so wonderful sarandon would uh not be no would not be good would be bad would be actively actively bad i think like i think it's kind of similar to al woods i don't think that given what the text of that character is, I don't think that most actors would play that character with the amount of heart and dignity that makes her really
0: pop. Right.
1: Uh, but, but Coolidge does, she's fantastic. I love her. Uh, like I said, I like the direction this thing is, man it moves, man it moves, man it communicates information well. Um, it's, it's pretty well written, everything's really tight um oh man who else
0: I I mean
1: I do the moments in the movie where it's just making fun of rich people and like the foibles of the wealthy I was into because that's just like you know these shitty rich people I but I don't know I the moment in which it's uh you know it's Elwood's giving the speech right at the end and her dad has the martini in his hand at the speech was maybe the second biggest time I laughed and it's like such a little (laughs) background gag and I like and again another reason why I think it works as musical is that a lot of the jokes in this movie are like solely visual um and work really well for that reason um I mean I do like I like the general sort of upbeat lightly feminist nature of this movie how like i I like I do not like a lot of it in practice because like I said, I don't like the character. I find her to be annoying, but I like that sort of the mission of Elle Woods (laughs) is to not judge. Like she, she gives no judgment towards Uh. anyone who doesn't deserve it. Like she is a hundred percent just about self, like self betterment and, and like, yeah, you can, you know, you, you can help yourself and you can be loved and like, and you deserve to be. You know, I like that. I like that that is sort of a, that's a feeling that pervades the entire movie. Uh, What else? I mean,
2: I I... I want to cut in here for a second and say that um, I am actively working on our, uh, building our Patreon right now, Mm. as you're saying this, and I think Mm. we have to watch the musical for our Patreon. I I just think we have to. (laughs) Sure, yeah. yeah, I would do that. Yeah, let's do it. You heard it here. I'm first, so interested
0: folks. in. Li- also, be on the lookout. We'll be launching that sometime next month or something. Very soon.
2: Yeah, we will. <laughs> um, I'm so fascinated because uh, right after I watched the first one, uh, Mackenzie, my wife, and I went on and we watched the second. Mm-hmm. And I was like viscerally and physically angry at how different the second one was because mm-hmm. it is a lot campier yeah. and a lot more. Um, I think tonally it sits closer to what you want the film to be. Sure, but I think it's substantially worse for it. Caroline, have you seen this? So sequel? I
0: actually have not seen the second one. Um, I I own it. Um, because I was when we were prepping for the season, I was buying a bunch of stuff. Um, on physical media and. Weirdly enough, if you go to Target.com, Legally Blonde on Blu ray is the same exact price as the Legally Blonde one and two combo pack. So I obviously snag that instead. But I I haven't seen it. I do know that the reviews are, I do know that like it is, it is much more, much less acclaimed with reviews um, in terms of like the critics um, than the original, which I've been meaning to watch it. Um, They are making a third one. Or at least it's been they announced in with our spoons that. attached. Um, I don't know if it's I don't know what stage it's at, but I believe if you look it up on IMDB, I do think it has a release date.
2: Yeah, I think it's next year. Yeah. There's also the weird off-brand legally blondes where there's like the twin. Yeah, it's like a made for TV movie, who I think, right? Bizarre. Yeah.
0: yeah. Weird. Anyway. Weird. Um Okay. Wow. I am so fascinated by this Carson. Um, I love, I, I, I truly love the take of, um, of, uh, I like how, like, I like how, I like how it's pop feminist and really good. But if the annoying woman was less annoying,
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is why I said, this is why I said, I have never been more afraid to record an episode of this podcast because I know that all my takes are
0: bad. Like I know they're bad. I do. Well, I'm just, I'm just curious because, like, <laughs> the thing is, is like, Carson, I know you well enough. I, I, I know thank the kind you. of person you are. I'm not like, like well, you're, thank you're, you. you're a good boy. You're, you're a Aw, good boy. Aw, thank you. Um, mm, aren't I though? <laughs> my question is just, um, like, I just want to hear, like, what, what about, what about her and you? I mean like other than like these superficial oh. like oh she likes clothes and high heels and pink and her chihuahua like like Look. tell me about your experience with this because like I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm fascinated because you hit on the point of like how much just like like dignity she plays it with and how much yes. like, respect for like the character and the kind of person like both the film and Witherspoon bring to the role so like I'm so fascinated by this. Yeah, because I I well I kept thinking about that, too,
1: because I, I don't think that it's any one element in isolation. There are certain things that I can point out and be like, okay, this is like, that's that thing. That is why that is ruffling my feathers. But near the end of the movie, I kept thinking, I'm like, okay, what what about this character would have to change? What about the performance would have to change about the way that she's presented in the movie would have to change to kind of get me on the level with her? And so I think that it is this kind of peculiar alchemy of things, because if, if like, if she was just kind of traditionally like, quote unquote, like dumb blonde who likes clothes in pink, that's not enough to make me dislike her. Um, And I might very well like that character, especially if she's, if the kind of Thing that she's played at is, is like, Oh, yeah, no, I, the reason I like clothes is that I'm very highly specifically knowledgeable about them, and I think that, that it's important to present yourself well. Which is, you know, I believe that that's a good thing. Um, I will say the Chihuahua, I hated the Chihuahua every second was on screen, I wanted it to go away. What I uh, sh- it shivered, its face is weird, I don't like it, it creeps me
2: out. The entire second movie is about the Chihuahua.
1: I hate okay, well, the second movie, uh uh, gets my, uh, three thumbs down in hell because I do not like that. Um, Chihuahua was bad. Um, there, there was a class thing going on particularly, like, I thought it was sort of weird and this, it doesn't really have much to do with the performance per se, but I thought it was kind of weird that, like, she is so rich, but also she's fighting the rich people like she's not a class traitor but like I don't know like I don't know what the movie's trying to say. T- like if the movie and again this is the like my it's a totally different movie maybe it's kind of what I, what I want it to drift into being like if the movie was just more focusedly a pastiche of the upper classes I don't know, maybe that would work better for me. Like the fact that she was so rich, I just kind of didn't like, I was like, what? I mean, I don't like sorority stuff. You know this about me, Greek. Li- and this is, you know, because the two of you are in Greek life in college and I was not, I, Greek life stuff kind of just as a baseline generally puts me off. So there's probably something with that that got me. Like, I, I will say, and this is again, an annoying bad take, but like Reese Witherspoon just, man, she moves her eyebrows around a lot and it kind of put me off, like just kind of part of her facial expressions were sort of weird to me. It's a lot of stuff. It's There's no one element of it that I can point at and be like, this is the thing. This is if you change it, it quote unquote fucking fixes it for me. It is just like a particular aesthetic thing that is being matched with the way the movie is written, that when put together, just sort of creates a product that I do not enjoy. And you know what, that's fine. And like, I keep saying, I get why people love this movie. I understand why it's beloved. Like I see, I, I both love aspects of it wholeheartedly and see and understand why, you know, the, the kind of central conceit of it would be so enjoyable, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's a bunch of stuff. And, you know, I, I'll sh- I've i been canceled now. And I understand that. And I will show myself out. Goodbye forever.
0: Try Trot, wow. trot, trot um, out the door. I, I hear everything. I hear everything you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think so much of it is so wrong. But, like, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> it's like I hear it. And I'm like, okay, that makes it's sense. Same. That makes sense. But, like... I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just those things, like, I don't, because I don't think, I don't think that, um, I don't know, uh, I think, so the first thing you brought up about it was the whole, like, class thing between her Mm -hmm. and, like, the Harvard elites, and I think it's less, I think it's less supposed to be, like, a socioeconomic class thing, because obviously she's, like, they make, they make no, um, like, you know, they make no, like, they don't try to disguise the fact at all that she comes from money and that she has money. I mean, like, it's evident in just about, like, in in just about everything she does. I mean, like, and I think that's also important for kind of the plot, too, because I mean, in order for In order for her to be able to afford that lifestyle she obviously needs to come from money and to like actually Mm -hmm. be like you know as into and like up to date with fashion and and the like um she would have to come from money but also i think a thing too is i think that if you get into if you were to make her like you know if you were to to put a hat on a hat, let's say, and be like, mm-hmm. well, she's she's like this like girly girly like person who loves pink and like she drives like a like a like a cute little car and has a chihuahua but like but she's also like kind of broke and she's you know she's she's just scraping by and doing the best that she can then I think you kind of you don't get the stuff the stuff with her being dismissed and not taken seriously at Harvard Comes also like also comes at the expense of it being clearly like, oh, they don't take her seriously because she, because specifically she is a woman who likes things that like, yeah, are marketed to and directed towards women, you know what Feminin I mean? Feminine things like, She is, yes. yeah, like, like they don't like her because she is like, vi- I mean, it's very pointed. Like, I don't think anybody, mm-hmm. I don't think that was missed on anybody that the, that the whole thing is, oh, she's a dumb girl. That's why we yeah. don't like her, and the, even the women who succeed here, like the Vivians of the world, like they, you know, they they do the thing. Um, they they're there. They have like very little emotion, very little femininity. They are they are cutthroat. They are there. Mm-hmm. They are there to support the man who's going to be a senator by marrying into that family. Like that's how that character starts. So, I think if she- you go ahead.
1: Well, oh, when Vivian, I mean, I think it's 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 both. I don't know. It's a little ridiculous, I think, because it's a it it is turned around in the basically the next scene. Um, but like the fact that Vivian uh, sees L, uh, you know, being propositioned inappropriately by the professor and blames her for it is, you know, uh, very telling about how these institutions only let women succeed succeed when they step on the faces of other women.
0: Right. And like, I mean, so I I get your, I get kind of your, (laughs) I hear your critique about being like, oh, well, like, but she's also rich. And it's like, you're not wrong, but it's, it's, you know, it is, it's, yeah.
1: And she's not as judgmentally rich as, and there is a distinction, like I said, because she's not as portrayed as being nearly as judgmental or hoity-toity as the other rich rich people. I mean, again, her relationship with Paulette, the fact that she is not phased by, you know, associating with the very clearly, you know, like lower class women that work in the nail salon is is an important aspect of the character so that she doesn't right. come across as just some rich asshole.
2: Right, um,
1: yeah yeah and i i see that and that is uh, again that's and i agree with you that is the i think the central conceit of the movie and i imagine why a lot of people love it so much is that it is just about like it, it is this sort of response to a meme that became very popular after this movie came out ironically which is the kind of like well you can only be a feminist if you're not like the other girls you know uh if you kind of if you kind of throw away everything that is traditionally feminine like pink clothes and chopping and stuff uh, then then you can be a respectful member of, of society and truly call yourself an equal to the men and Elwood stands in, in stark opposition to that um, yeah and I get it that's great and I love I like that that you know what Hey it's a movie I don't like very much but I love that it exists and I love that people love it <laughs>
0: I'll yeah, say that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. I, I, was, I was not expecting this in the least. Um, I know. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> I just almost like, I, I almost don't even know like where to go from here because. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Literally <laughs> I've, speechless. I've utterly, again, that's I said I'm canceled because I've utterly brought this podcast to an halt screeching screeching help I broke the show oh I broke it I'm so sorry uh hey you know you know what's something another good thing uh Linda Cardellini's so great we I said right? it I've said right? it so many times but she she's great her performance is fantastic she gets like well, when she first came on screen, I, I again, I turned to my roommate. I was like, "Is this all the Linda Carter leading we're gonna get?" She's like, "No, she's important later." I was like, "Oh, good!" <laughs> like it made me, I was like, "I like, I like this weird perm. I like this look. She's got a, an attitude that I think is funny, and I was glad that she just got to riff on that for a full scene. Uh, that's cool. Um, Nathan Lane as Professor Callahan would utterly destroy this movie, yeah. but. You yeah. know, that's that's what I said about him playing Roy Cohn. And that turned out pretty well. So who knows? Put I mean, him in the musical. True. Let's see how it changes it.
0: That's true. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Wow. Okay. All right. Um <sighs> trying to move on here, at least okay, so like in terms of in terms of like the plot, particularly like Like the the, the back half with the court case and all that. What did you Mm -hmm. think? Like, give me your thoughts on that. Like, let's kind of get into the specifics. Because that's, I mean, while it's not obviously a conventional courtroom drama and it's by obviously no means as like intense or hard-boiled as like, you know, a lot of the other films that take place in a court. I mean, that's that's a, a lot of this movie, obviously. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah okay so
0: linda cardellini let's go mm -hmm. So okay so two things one which
1: is just a a side note the other one which is i think kind of a my thoughts on that court case being a microcosm of my thoughts on the film uh is that one um and maybe having seen it a few more times y'all know better than me but the entire movie i just kept because like i know why he's there like luke wilson is there to be the like one-dimensional hot boy that Elle Woods gets as a reward, which is fine. Like that's cool. Okay. Oh, but I
0: disagree. I, did it keep... I disagree so wholeheartedly with that. Okay. I disagree so All right.
1: Okay. Well, that's interesting. Then
0: that. that. I'm I'm glad that I brought that up because I kept that is in... maybe that is maybe the most wrong thing you've said in this. Wow. In this, Wait. This that's the most wrong thing i said. Oh my god. Okay. Well, because I would say uh, that is we've... I would say that is the most divorced from reality. The, the other things are really? subjective. That is, just oh my false. god! Okay, because
1: yes. like, Go well, because Wilson. The other thing with Wilson again, you again having watched it a few times, you might have a better grasp on this. But I kept turning to my roommate, just being like, "Wait, what is his job? Like, what does this man do? Because like in the first scene, I'm like, okay, he's like a third year, you know, student at the law school. And then I was like, wait, he's in the same class mm-hmm. as her. Like, he's a student." teacher but you don't have student teachers in doctoral programs and then he works for the law firm and he's at the court and i was like wait is he just a professor he's also well he's a partner in this law firm. what in the hell i'm like it, like that was confusing to me luke wilson so we, we can after this we can talk about luke, luke wilson's more because clearly i've ruffled some more feathers but like the back half is my a microcosm of my thoughts in the film because i'm like this is well plotted uh, the turn, like the, the way that she solves the case makes 100% both plot and character sense. It is, uh, you know, pretty well directed, pacing's really good, um, especially given the fact that it is the last third of the movie is just that court case um i and and then this is me not being a bad straight man this is me being a bad cinema sins boy because i was the whole time i was just like just fucking tell him what the alibi is who gives a shit she's gonna go to jail like what you know like that which i know i get it that's just a it's a plot contrivance in the film and it makes sense character wise but it did kind of annoy me and i know that i'm wrong for being annoyed by that but yeah that's it's the 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 back half of the film, it's just a, a microcosm of my thoughts in general. I think it's very well tuned. I get why people like it, but there are things that annoyed me about it, and so I think it's just okay. Okay, talk to me about Luke Wilson. Talk to me about Luke Wilson. Okay,
0: so like, tell me why I, I'm wrong. Okay, I think I think I think a, <laughs> I love you so much. You are such a good friend of mine. I think so <laughs> I much of what too. you have said on this podcast is like is just categorically incorrect. Okay, <laughs> but the 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 difference is. All of the stuff you say about like your feelings on the movie, what you like like how the characters hit you, those are feelings based. Those are subjective. Sure. So the reason why I'm like so up in arms about your take on Luke Wilson's character is mm-hmm. because for the entirety yeah, yes, at the very end in the epilogue in the the classic 2000s um you know, we're, we're doing just three lines of text at the end of the movie to let you know where the yeah. characters go. Yes, it does say that they they get together, but there's not like a hint of like, there's there's no romance between the two of them. It's very professional for most of it. Um, and he is like, he is the only one who takes her seriously. And mm-hmm. in a lot of, just in in most movies in general, the relationship, the relationship arc of the characters runs parallel to the like the plot, you know, and frequently, either either the act of the two of of the of the guy and the girl getting together is either the key to like figuring is is the key to solving the problem in the third act, sure, or vice versa. You know what I mean? It's it's either like right right before we hop into to act three they they confess some feeling those feelings get out and either they kiss and then they can take it on together or now that they've overcome whatever emotions they have for one another and they can be open and honest and they can go and fight the whatever 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 yeah um, yeah, yeah.
1: they can fight the dragon and win yeah. the war from minute love.
0: one in this movie like he sees her like she's obviously flustered he asks what's up. He helps her throughout the entire movie. He helps her for no personal gain. That's the thing, which is actually extremely uncommon in movies in which even, even in movies where there's that revolve around women. It's very frequently, if there is a, if there is a male character who's like helping them, it's either, it's, either devious and he's trying to get something frequently her or like sex or like whatever you know or it's like it's either devious like that or the whole thing is oh well isn't it great that this man came into her life who could help her and also will like jump her bones and isn't that a good thing you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah he's a very one-dimensional character I will give you that but he is there, like, the whole, the whole point is he's the only one in this movie, he's the only one in any position above her in this movie who takes her seriously. And he does so for, for no gain, just because she's a human being. And, you know, the thing with his character is he always opens the door for her, but he doesn't do anything beyond that. It's like, you know, he's the one who at the very beginning, she's having troubles with the class. He gives her tips. What does he get out of that? Nothing. Um, Later in the movie when, um, when like Callahan's trying to get the alibi out of her and he's the only one who's like, hey, like, I get it. Like, that's good. Like you have your morals and you're sticking to them. I get it. Like he supports him that. What does he get out of that? Objectively, nothing. Same thing too in the end when uh when she's like oh shit i need a lawyer to be with me so that i can actually defend the case he says i am a lawyer i'll help you out he opens the door for her she does everything he doesn't say he doesn't say like a word until the cross exam or and the cross-examination is even before that the cross-examination with yeah. um what's his face I, and i forget enrique um mm-hmm. so he does that cross-examination but when she pins Chutney, which like first of side note, what a great name. Um, What an absurd name, love it. Um, When when she pins Chutney for the murder, uh, Emmett opens the door for her and she walks through and she takes care of everything herself, which I think is very important. And there's not a hint of romance between them. Like, I don't even think the actors play it with any sort of like romantic or sexual like Uh, chemistry. a little bit there. A little bit there but I that might just so. be me. It I think you're just seeing just a man the, and a woman yeah. talking to each other in a movie and they're both pretty and so you assume that there's something there. Yeah perhaps like, perhaps that is a thing. But they don't even and it's not even like a it's not even like a, oh we've won the case now I can finally tell you I love you it's like it's like we've won the case hooray Elle you did it I'm Luke Wilson I am I'm Emmett I am supporting you hooray congratulations you did it <laughs> And then like three years later, it's like, oh, and by the way, and they've been dating, like they they started dating, like sometime between the last scene and the scene, they started dating. And like, I think that's important. I think it's really important to have a character like that because it's not, even today, that's not common. Even today, that's extremely uncommon, even in movies, like, I mean even in like modern like action blockbusters where it's supposed to be about how badass like some of these women characters are, you know, like the, the, there's, they still have to have a boyfriend throughout the movie yeah. and like.
2: The other movie that Carson's wrong about <laughs> age of Ultron black widow and black widow has to be dating the whole mean, but they're not, they're, they're not dating. They have, they have
1: tension. <laughs> Um, one day we'll I, do an age of ultron episode and we'll really hash that out because i think that'd be kind of fun
0: i i okay um one a thousand patreon subscribers we'll do <laughs> yes, will do yes we will do
1: age of ultron and we'll we'll really get to the the other i think maybe objectively wrong take i have which is that that's a good romance
0: um yeah it's whatever we sorry sorry caroline oh, i didn't no, mean you're to cut you off. good i jump in here on this
2: part that really fast <laughs> what'd you say Corey? Like, I say, can, can I jump yeah, in here on this please, please really please. fast? I think it's really important to acknowledge that, like, we never see them kiss, we never see them yes. embrace. It's it's all, and I think that's one of the reasons that this movie works on that level that Caroline's describing is that it's never about her or their relationship or any like sexual thing between the Ye- two yes. of them. It's it's purely about him loving her for her intelligence and her strength and what she has yeah
0: yes and and i mean even beyond that it's like i mean we assume we assume he loves her for those reasons but like the movie isn't even interested in that like 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 it's it's not even like it's not even important to it's not important to like the movie it's not important to the story it's not you know that like we see that it's just it's just the thing is is it's like throughout the movie they establish that he is he is a man who is at least halfway decent you know like he's he does nothing abject he does nothing for personal gain and so it's like we assume by the end we assume by the end that that's the reason that he falls for her because he's been respectful and good and helpful to her the whole movie but like we it's not even like a it's not even like a ladies this is the kind of man you should go for or gentlemen, this is the kind of man you should be if you're gonna like if you want to get like a girlfriend it's like literally just like you see these two characters who are just decent people to one another and then like when you get to that end and it's showing like the graduation scene and it just says like they've been dating you're like oh my god yes and like you are on board with it even though you haven't even actually seen a second of it, because it's so rare that we actually get relationships like that on screen. I, and I don't mean like I romantic agree. relationships, I just mean like relationships, yeah. period. Just a man and a woman who respect each other. Right. And I think, yeah. I mean, to some degree, I will say to some degree, that does come at the expense of Emmett being like, like a fully like fleshed out character in terms of like he doesn't really have an arc it's not really one of those things where their relationship can carry a whole movie because it's like but it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to like it's not about that. it's like yeah yeah. he 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 is there as a functionary character in this story because like in real life like not everybody has a story arc in real life and yeah in the world of this movie she needs somebody to open the door and the, that person can't be anybody but a, like a, a a man send that's tweet a, yeah that's probably the best i you no know, i think right there at the
1: and i i don't disagree with anything you said but i think right there that's probably the best argument for why he's an important aspect of the film because it's another layer of another layer of um, commentary on the way that you gain access to these institutions right um,
0: yeah i don't know it's fine it's okay yeah but i mean uh i don't know
1: i i would like to end this episode by just saying that i'm truly sorry and i i think that if at any point in the future we do a live show that we should do sort of a just a booing just like everyone gets to <laughs> boo me for about 10 seconds just to like just get just to get it out
0: oh okay We're well, i'm gonna hold you to
1: that Okay. All right. We, we'll put that one, uh, you know what? And I'll take it. I'll take it with, with, with pride.
0: Uh, wow. Well, wow. 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 Okay. Um,
1: this is why, do you remember when I was like, let's record when, because we're recording two episodes today I was like let's do Legally Blonde first it was it was it was because I didn't want to end the recording session on such a sour note
0: (laughs) is that why okay yes absolutely no that's that's funny that's funny I I did not Mm -hmm. know that um well then I hope I hope that means that oh god i can't even envision our calendar the i hope that means that the episode we're going to record next which is not the one uh-huh. that comes out next week i hope that means you no. will enjoy that movie i love it Caroline. okay I it. <laughs> well I we'll get to that it. in like two weeks or maybe we did that no we didn't do it last week i think we're no, gonna do that in couple. two weeks it's next it is week. next week it's next week oh okay oh, yeah. okay oh yeah we well, flip-flopped we flip-flopped a couple episodes yeah
2: yeah b- Blonde drops in two days, and then uh, cheerleaders. Well,
0: the I mean, I think that that's as good a segue as anything. Carson, um, mm-hmm. do you have any last minute thoughts on Legally Blonde? No. Okay, Corey, I wanna, I'm excited to watch the movie. What if he was
2: just what What if he was just like I've punked you this whole <laughs> time? I was like, I love. I it.
1: created a straw man of myself solely to give you no that'd be wild no i'm I, you know what i'll say i'm excited to watch the. i'm legitimately excited to watch the musical i do think that i'll like
0: it more okay Corey. any last minute thoughts on your end
2: none this okay. is this is so much different than it's i was expecting me too. but literally a spectacular yeah, episode
0: like and 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 i'm not upset by it like i think that stuff like this makes for a much more interesting discussion yeah. but like i have this so like, many thoughts and opinions about this movie that I didn't even say like which is fine like because that's not important um
1: this is like if I had started the Paddington episode by being like I hate bears
0: (laughs) all right well I guess uh Corey do you want to tell do you want to tell all the 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 nice people listening where they can find us on social media
2: you can uh, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash H-H-Y-N-S podcast follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and letterboxed at H-H-Y-N-S pod. And make sure you turn in next week for the, but I'm a cheerleader episode. You hear all about our Patreon,
0: yeah, and where you can follow us there. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't know that we've announced the movie. So, I mean, Corey, you just said it, but like, yeah, that's the first time Oops, they're actually sorry. hearing it. No, that's fine, that's great. Um, as Corey said, Carson, the uh, <laughs> you already know this because you've already take a shot
1: the- of water. <laughs> we record these out of order,
0: <laughs> but um, but next week and in about fifteen minutes, we are going to be discussing the 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 1999 film but i am a cheerleader i don't know anything
1: about that movie
0: now when you when dear listener when you boot up next week's episode carson's brain is going to be just wiped he's not going to know anything that that
1: is that is true it'll it'll it's going to be a real men in blacking
0: (laughs) all right well um i think that's it um for us you guys um have a good week and we hope to see you guys next week see you next time